Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. Hi, and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. I'm your host, Irene Duford, and I'm here with my really good friend, Richard Smith, today. And Richard is in Katy, Texas. And we met many years ago. Richard, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. I'm honored to be on. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun just having conversations with friends. That's that's what's oh, really yeah. fun about doing this podcast. And hopefully we give the listeners some good things to take away. Tell us, Richard, how you got started in mortgages. How I got started in mortgages. Wow, it's been a long time. I had a friend that introduced me to the industry And so I was like trying to do it part time while I was still working in corporate America. That was a lot of fun working 80 hours a week. But (laughs) but no, I I ended up leaving my position, my job and coming on to the wonderful world of mortgages. So it's been about 25 years now. Wow. Yep. Are you glad you did? Like, were you glad you did it right away or did that come later when you started making the money? Uh, no, I was glad I did it right away because just the, to have the freedom to to you know work when you want 
even though I, I was always a workaholic, but knowing that I can leave if I want to was a big thing for me back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know for us workaholics, uh, recovering workaholics, right? Yes. We have to remember that there is a cutoff time, right? <laughs> even though oh, there's yeah. nobody giving it to us. But if, you know, if you really love and enjoy what you're doing, it's, you don't even look at the clock. So that's what, that's what I love about our industry. Just love what I'm doing. Yes. Yep. So when you were in mortgages, did you have, tell us about your team? Cause I know you built a team. Yep. So I actually had myself and a processor back in the day. And so what I did is I hired two people right off. My the first hire was a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. and that was uh, gosh, 11, 12, 11 years ago. And yeah. after that, I hired a loan partner to help with my business. And after that, my business just shot up because I had I had a virtual assistant that helped me on the front end marketing, even back then scheduling appointments uh, with realtors and you know all the fun stuff you can have a VA do. And then on the back end, I had the, the loan partner who helped me put the files together. So I literally got to spend 100% almost of my time marketing and prospecting and doing money-making activities. My business changed pretty quickly. And of course, back then, I I was also uh, joined the Freedom Club too. So it, it was a big difference. Yeah, that was fun when you joined the Freedom Club. I was your coach, your first coach. Yes. My very and first coach. That was so fun to watch you soar and build your team and then be able to soar. It was so fun to be able to watch all of the changes you made. And, you know, they're all simple changes. It's not that right. hard to do, right? It's just a matter of doing it. Yeah. And it's it's fun, you know, and I kind of remember one of the first first things that we did was that tryout of awesomeness where we look at you know, writing down everything that we love doing, uh, everything that we're good at and everything that brings money in and trying to focus only on those items. And then all the other stuff, you know, have somebody else do that loves doing those things. So it's kind of a win-win. So yeah, that, that was, uh, that was an awesome exercise back in the day. So I, I still do that exercise every once in a while. I do too. It's really impactful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's things that you love to do, what you love to do, what you're great at and what makes money for you. Right. Right. And And all the other stuff that doesn't fall in those three, those are the things that you want to get somebody else to do. Yeah. Yes. You know, you implemented very early on, much faster than anyone else at the time about hiring a virtual assistant. That was a big deal. And you were pretty successful with it. So tell us about how that worked for you back in the day. Yep. So I hired, I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I had to hire somebody. So I hired the wrong virtual assistant two times. And both times I had to, you know, I have a big heart, so I want to see them succeed. But I remember the first one kept falling asleep, falling asleep. She just (laughs) didn't have the experience of working the night shift because Uh we hire out of the Philippines. And you know, if they have if they have experience and they do really well working overnights, then it works really well because they're fine. But if you get the wrong one, you know, we just had problems. The second one, I had issues with with getting things done and not not doing the things. 
the one thing I did do that I did correctly is I gave them a chance, but then I moved on. I, I had to let them go and then hire the next one. And then the third one I hired was the unicorn. So, and that's Gerard and he still works with me today. So it's been 11 years that he's been on the team. He is amazing. Yeah. You have such a great relationship, right? Yeah, we have a really, really good relationship. He's actually coming into the U.S. in June. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's so great. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, so he's coming to visit you and see the U.S.? Yep. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been 11 years. He was very instrumental in the business and the growth and everything that, you know, we when we scaled dramatically with his help on the front end. And then, like I said, having a loan partner on the back end. Yeah. Those two, they're in tandem, right? You need to have them both. Someone to help you with the front end and someone to help you. Yeah, I think so. If you want to, if you want to scale really quick and grow fast, um, I think that's the best thing. The the cool thing is too, is hiring a, a VA is, I hate to use the word cheap, but you know, the cost of living is so different in the Philippines that if we're paying them $5 an hour here to them, it equals about $20, $25 an hour in the Philippines because the cost of living is so different. So it's a, for somebody who's just starting to grow their team, that's the most inexpensive way to get things going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I remember watching you and seeing how you went through the couple of VAs, it was quick. You didn't keep them very yeah. long because you knew they weren't going to work out. That was the thing you did right for sure. But when you got Gerard and I started seeing how he was making a difference for you and the way you were utilizing him and not that it's all easy, right? Because it was all new to you. you right. You've never done it before. So what were some of the things that if you could go back, you might do a little bit differently with a, when you get your first virtual assistant from the Philippines? I think... So I, I did make a mistake that I, I always let people know today not to make is I didn't include him with like the team meetings and things. He was just kind of like out on an island by himself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that I tried to do that. I just wasn't aware that that was needed. I mean, and it sounds like sounds like it should. You would think so. But but yeah, I always let people know now, make sure that you include them in their meeting. They're a part of the team. If you have a pipeline meeting, let them hop on. You know, they're they're part of the team. They need to be aware and be have that team mentality. So that, I guess that's probably a mistake that I made way back then. It was really fun watching how Gerard helped you, how you worked with him and how it, it was to see that it was possible because you were one of the first ones in the Freedom Club to do it even though it was part of the it was part of the process to do it not everybody felt comfortable right with an out of out of the country virtual assistant and i'll tell you for me it was one of the hardest things to trust um right. trust someone that i didn't know had never met was virtual in another country and all of that but i'll tell you what since i finally got on board with it I don't know, five years ago, maybe four years ago. And I hired someone through your company that we're going to talk about in a minute. Gerard helped me find someone that was amazing. And then she couldn't do it for very long uh, because of family obligations. So I got a second person and she's been with me now two and a half years. I absolutely love her. Could not, 
I couldn't do it without her. I, yeah. I in our training business, I couldn't do it without her. I can't even imagine what it would be like. And yet I was so hesitant for so long. I right. held out and that was my biggest mistake. I could have been a lot more free a lot earlier. Yeah. And you make a really good point that yours helps you in your training business. Mine over the years have helped in the mortgage business and now in other businesses. And they can help you with all sorts of things, personal things, you know, there's so much they can do and help, you know, one of the biggest things that have helped me is having a VA help me run my calendar. So I know where I need to be and when or what calls I'm, I'm on. And then the VA calls and, and uh, sends out reminders, you know, just to help me run the calendar and things like that, that things that take time away from you focusing on your most important things. That's what you have that VA help. So yeah, it's it's crazy. It seems like forever ago when I first started hiring VAs, but I mean, 11 years, it has been a long time, but yeah, it's, long time. don't you feel like now you don't know what it would be like, like you couldn't handle it without somebody no, helping you, right? I would not be able to. And I think about the things that I could have had handled a lot sooner had I done that. Right. But, yeah. But either way, even with coaching, with, with anything, um, she can help me with whatever I need. Yes. And she's happy to do it because she has the right attitude, the right values. That's the key, right? Is getting the person that has the, the right, right values. And I was really intentional when I hired her. I gave Gerard, who works with you in the in remote assistant scout is the name of yep. the company that Richard has and where they hire virtual assistants for you. And I'll tell you what, it's worth every penny for them to vet. Tell us about what they do for you, Richard. So they basically, if you're a loan officer or really anybody, any business entrepreneur, real, we hire for realtors, insurance. I mean, it doesn't matter what industry, but you want help finding a VA. What the team does is Gerard and his team vet out and find the right fit VA. So they literally go through resumes. They look for red flags because they're in the Philippines. So they can they can uh, see red flags when we may not be able to see it. Go through voice recordings. If we have callers, we want them to sound like they work in our office. And so they don't have accents. They sound really clear, articulate. We go through their disc assessments, look to see where their strengths are and in what areas of work that we're looking for. So just the whole vetting and and then the team will give you, let's say four to five top candidates that we think are the best fit for what you're looking for. And then we interview those candidates along with you, the loan officer or whoever. So those interviews are done together. And then let's say you decide which one you want to choose, figure out a job offer, how many hours you're wanting somebody and, and you can offer five, like right now it's about five to $6 an hour based on how much experience they have. Mm -hmm. So you give the job offer and then once they're, then they're let go to you. So they work directly for you. There's no middleman. You, if you pay, you know, if it's $5 an hour, you pay them $5 an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, direct. So it's, uh, and it's guaranteed if it's the wrong fit, like we talked about earlier, uh, then we replace them. But it's, you know, Gerard and Omar and the team have very high, high rate of perfect fits, we'll say. <laughs> yes, yes. 
it's amazing. I have my person that I hired who's been my personal assistant now for two and a half years, three, somewhere around then. But I just hired a marketing assistant as well. And she's amazing as well. And I could tell right on the interview. So I interviewed three different people that they gave me that were great fits. All of them would have done a great job, but I picked her because of her personality, because I knew we would mesh really well. And all of that makes a difference to me. Now, to some people that may not make a big difference, but for me, I need to know they're a team player, that they're going to be there to support me in every way that I need it. Because otherwise, why have somebody, right? Yeah, I agree 100%. That's that's where Gerard is has a really special talent. He knows how to match people. Yes. So, because you, you have to, I always look at it as, you know, you could have the best processor in the world, but if you two don't mesh, it just doesn't work. You've got to have, you know, the same mindset and attitude. So yeah, yes. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Yeah. I think it's really important. And I gave Gerard a, I made a very detailed list about the type of personality I was looking for, the values that they needed to have, you know, the, the type of way that they work. Like I was really, really specific. And then I also said, here's the skills that I need them to have. And one of the things that they needed to to have, which a lot of people may not mention when they're doing this, but I think the more specific you are, the, the easier it is to find your match. But I needed somebody that worked independently that was not going to need to be constantly coming to me for stuff because I don't have time for that. And, and that, that was what we found. And it takes a little while to get your rhythm, right? When they come on board, working with me is not always easy because I don't always get back to them right away. And, you know, they're waiting, they have to be patient. And there's a lot of things like that that go with it. And so I was able to find the right fit because of giving the, the examples of what I needed. And Gerard paid attention to that. And Omar, I'm sure too, as well. So I'm just really grateful that I finally got on board <laughs> four or five years ago with this because that's awesome. I watched people have really good success with it and I just couldn't give up the the trust. So I built it. Just let's talk about people that have a hard time trusting because they're in another country. Right. They don't know what they trust with. So think, what are some of the things that you've seen loan officers and other businesses do with virtual assistance that helps them give up the trust little bit slower or in baby baby steps, I should say. I l- like to look at it as anybody that you have working for you, you have to build trust over time. So at the beginning, you're not going to just give them everything, you know, credentials to everything. There's there's ways to to have them still get work done for you, but as you're building that trust with them. Yes. Um, so like there's... Uh, there's different programs that will allow you to send a link that they can, it automatically logs them in for like a 24 or 12 hour period. So they you're not having to give them the credentials yet. But over time, what I've found is I can, I trust my VAs as much as anybody that would ever work for me here in the US. They're just very humble, very trustworthy people. But yeah, you just, sometimes it does take time and you mm-hmm. want to build that trust. Yes. So we use that, my my virtual assistant, the one that I've had for a while, it has mm-hmm. been built, trust has built kind right. of smaller steps. I, I don't know why I have such a problem with trust. I guess I'm finding <laughs> something out about myself, but but once I develop that trust, then I'm all in, you know, yes. and that's how I feel now. So the reason I'm bringing that up, Richard, is because that's a thing for, 
for some people. It, right. Trust is an issue for some people. And I've learned to let go and to trust, but it came in baby steps. Like you said, you can do right. things one step at a time. I use LastPass. Yes. Which is, yeah. Tell us what LastPass is. So that there's two parts to it. The first part is it just, it'll save all your passwords and, and logins to everything that you log in. So it'll automatically just log you in. Um, the second part, the paid version is you can set it up where, like I said earlier, where you send a link to, let's say, let's say it's Facebook. You send a link to your VA, they click the link and it's a one-time login where they don't see the password or anything. So at the beginning of the relationship, then you can use that just to, to be safe. But mm -hmm. like I said, and I didn't say this, but in 11 years, I've never ever seen one instance where anybody lost information or, you know, stolen information. I've just never seen it in mm -hmm. literally hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand, you know, VA hires. So, but there are ways to take baby steps and and give them that information without them actually having it. Yeah. Does that make so, sense? I Yes, totally. And that's what I use and I love it. But my VA has some of my passwords, some of my credentials and things. She has them right. because I've trusted her over time to, to be able to do that. Oh, and yes. she never disappoints me. It's always trust. Uh, trust is well-deserved for her. Right. And like I say, the reason I bring it up is just because it took me a long time to be able to get to that point. But now that I'm then, there, I wish I'd have done it sooner. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So what is it that you love the most? I know you coach in the Freedom Club. You coach loan officers. Yeah. I know you love that. So what do you love about that? What do I love? I love coaching. I love giving back to people. It's kind of like pay it forward. I've had so many help me, including you, my first coach. So many helped me along. So many have helped me along the way. I just love giving back. Coaching to me is just, there's nothing like it. It is so fun. So yeah, I, I coach for the Freedom Club. I love coaching. I also run that VA business because that again, we're helping loan officers grow their business and have more freedom. It's just a lot of fun. I know that was vague, but. <laughs> no, that that's pretty good. <laughs> I know yeah. you're a great coach and you run that business so well. And and then you have a team running your mortgage business, right? Yeah. I transitioned over a couple years of me letting go more and my son taking over the mortgage business. So I, I would still be called, I guess, a non-producing branch manager. So, and my son's kind of running the company. So it it's it's a nice setup. That's great. And yeah, he was so able I get to learn to spend more time coaching and yeah. Yeah. And he was able to learn the mortgage business. And how long has he been with you now? About four years, but it, it took a good couple of years to really, it, you know, and that's a good point with virtual assistants too. You know, you just don't, let's just say social media, you're going to have them do your social media. You just don't let them go start doing your social media. You've got to be very patient and have them shadow you for a whole week of, of what you're doing have and then you shadow them for another week so to watch what they're doing and how they do it and that's the same with the mortgage industry you've got to do a lot of shadowing and training and be very patient to let things go yes yeah you can't expect perfection it doesn't happen that way and at the beginning when you first bring on a virtual assistant there's a lot of things that you have to double check because right 
you know, you just want to make sure that they're doing it the way you want them to do it. And and that's okay. That's that's part of hiring anybody, right? Exactly. Anybody. One, one thing, yeah, one thing we do that's really helpful because one thing you don't want to do is micromanage anybody, but you want to know what they accomplish. So one of the things with VAs that we we have them send an end of day report. So every day at the end of the shift, they send me an email of everything they accomplished for the day. If it's phone calls, you know, if they did a two hour time block of, let's say, phone calls and setting realtor appointments, then it's they're going to put in there how many calls they made, how many people they talked to, and then how many appointments set and then everything else they accomplished for the day. And, you know, we have to do that with anybody that works with us. We can't micromanage them. But at the same time, we just can't ignore them either. We, we've got to inspect what we expect. So having that end of day report has always been real helpful. I think that's really great. Yeah, it shows you what they accomplished too. And, and it makes you yeah. feel good because when you're busy during the day, you're not thinking about what they're accomplishing or not accomplishing. And it's easy to get right. to start thinking, oh, did they get anything done? But when they send you that report at the end of the day, it makes a big difference. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. As a mortgage advisor, you know that having a high-performing loan team is critical to building a successful business. But training them can be time-consuming and it can detract from more important tasks like generating leads and growing your business. But that's where we come in. We created Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp, a self-paced online course available immediately to train your team, including newer loan officers on how to actually do mortgage loans. Our course takes them step-by-step step through the process from taking a complete loan application to creating effective communication with clients, referral partners, and team members. When they complete the class, they will have the training to be an asset to you and your mortgage business. Visit LoanTeamTraining.com and navigate to the Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp tab to review our course details and enroll. With our training, you can confidently delegate and devote your time to growing your business even more. So in the mortgage business, it's easy. It has been easy in the last six months to a year to, to develop fear. And, you yeah. know, fear because the rates went up and everything changed so fast. But really, it's it's not about fear really it's really you have to work through the fear is what i'm saying oh agree but i'm going to ask you in a minute how you work through the fear but i want to go back to that for a second because it isn't about the business what it does whether it's good times low interest rates or high interest rates there are still ways to work around and get business in the door right and both of us as coaches we know what those ways are and and really it's about having a plan every day, the daily success plan, just yeah. writing, writing notes is a big part of that, a personal handwritten notes, making yeah. calls and meeting with agents and other people that can refer us. But in the business, the way it's been in the last year, there's been a lot of fear that's gone around. So what is one of the things that you have helped your loan officers? How have they worked through fear? Can you give us an example of a couple? Yeah, it's the the loan officers that push through it because it is pushing through that and doing the activities. It's really about focusing on those activities at first and not the results. Like, of course, you want to be results driven, but 
but right now it's focusing on the activities, focusing on the prospecting. If you're doing your DSP and you're prospecting at least two hours a day every morning, the results are going to be there. Yes. There's no, there, there's no way they're not. Like if, if you're doing your calls and you're doing your appointments and you're asking for the business and you're contacting your past client database and you're updating, it's all stuff that everybody knows they need to do, but they get busy or they don't have, you know, the day gets them or they have a file blowing up. If you focus on that activity Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday for two hours, the results will get there. It doesn't even matter what is going on in the market. I agree. hundred yeah. percent. It's just pushing through it and focusing on the activities. That's the biggest thing that I've seen. Yeah. Another thing is when fear gets a little bit out of control, we just have to keep talking to ourselves and reminding us that if we do the activities or as we do the activities, the, the results will come. Yes. Agree, 100%. It, it takes faith. Mindset. Yeah. Yes. It, it takes faith, but it's also not just faith. It's knowing from looking at when other people that are being successful and when they've done it in the past, how it right. has brought success, regardless of what the market is doing. Yeah, the market does affect. I'm not going to say it doesn't affect anything, but it doesn't stop us from being successful if we put the right activities in. We might have to do more than what we normally do. Right. Yeah. But mindset's a big deal. I know it is for you. You're one of the most positive people I know. And and I think mindset is a huge deal. It's what we say to ourselves. Yeah. Well, you, you're you into that self-talk so much that that's so helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You've so got to have that positive mindset. But even, you know, everybody even wakes up and they're just don't feel it, you know, it, or, you know, you feel down or whatever. And you got to push through and make those calls or, you know, do that prospecting. That's the hardest time to make those calls is when you don't feel like it, right? Exactly. (laughs) Then once you make one or two calls, you're back into it. So it's just pushing through that. Agree. And mindset has everything to do with it. And starting out in the morning by repeating affirmations that help you feel a certain way. Right. Because that's what's going to happen. You'll feel the way you're thinking. So you know, your thoughts create your emotions, how you feel, what you think about makes you feel a certain way. And then your emotions create your actions. What you feel is going to make you act a certain way. And then your actions is what creates your results. Yeah. But it all starts with our thoughts. We need to start with our thoughts and, and we can't control what pops into our head. Right. we're, We're not going to be able to control how we got up feeling in the morning or something that happened to us, but we can control what we do with it. Yes. Yeah. And we can control the thoughts that we allow to stay in our minds regardless. That That's what's so powerful about self-talk. And it's just a matter of listening to good self-talk every day. Yes. So the one more question I have for you is what's a good routine or habit that you have, Richard, that you do on a daily basis that helps you feel good and be successful? So I've fallen off the wagon a little bit with my daily workouts, but (laughs) over the years, I'll tell you working out first thing in the morning and listen to positive, you know, something uh, while you're working out, that has been the biggest game changer for me. Like, but I have fallen short a little bit. Talking to you is going to make me want to get back onto it. And vice versa. <laughs> yes, but but that that alone, that habit has been 
the biggest improvement on my not just mindset but my business and you don't you don't think you know having a really good morning success ritual you don't think initially that that has anything to do with your business but it really does it has so much to do with your business that that one doing a morning ritual has changed everything for me over the years so i would say that and the other thing is time blocking it's probably the most important thing that we do and it's so hard to do but if you live by your calendar and you time block and keep those time blocks with yourself non-negotiable mm-hmm. that's a game changer it really is i was just on the phone earlier with a coaching client that we were talking about how to set up the time block for her yeah and it really makes a difference when you have that you're not jumping from one thing to another wondering what you did with your day Exactly. You can go back and see. And it's a commitment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really big. So tell us where loan officers and other people can um, reach out to you at Remote Assistant Scout and find out about getting a virtual assistant for themselves. Oh, yeah. If, If anybody wants to check or set up a strategy call, let's say, or have a quick 15 minute conversation on what we do and how we do it or just have questions about it. Uh, they can go to remoteassistantscout.com and just uh, leave their information there and we'll have a time set up and scheduled for you. That's great. You have one other thing that you do that's really good too, and that's setting up a, a list. What's the name oh, of yes. that that website where you set up a list of qualified Quali- agents? Yeah. Tell us yeah, about that. A, yeah, we put a list of uh, qualified agents for loan officers to make sure that they're you know, targeting the right agents, agents that have closed eight or more buy sides in the last 12 months. So we put a list of about a thousand to 1500 together uh, with all their uh, contact info. And we do that at qualifiedagentlist.com. That's so great. That has helped so many people that I coach. It really has. Yeah. It's made all the difference because we call that the million dollar list, right? Because yeah. you make a million dollars a year with that list if you work it. Yeah, it's amazing talking to these loan officers who have who have bought that list and how much it's helped their business. It's crazy when you think about it. Yes. Because you're then- you're talking to the right agents. You're I remember years ago sitting in a coffee shop, and don't get me wrong, I, I don't mind. I'm a, I love people. So it's not that I don't want to spend time with certain people, but, but I remember talking to a realtor that, and I was like, she's closed one deal in two years. And I just don't have time to sit and have a a, a coffee appointment, you know, nothing against her, but you've got to, we've got to spend time with the agents that are actually doing business. Cause then I'm calling her every week asking for business. She doesn't have any, she was embarrassed by the phone calls. So we got to make sure we're asking the right agents. It's so important. Yes, I agree. And also with training, you know, this is, this podcast is about training, right? And I have had the privilege of having your son in our training program. And uh, it's been really fun to do that. So I think it's really important for loan officers to, to get training for their teams as well. Don't you? Yeah, I agree 100%. And your training is so excellent. <laughs> Thank a, you. Yeah, it's it's so good. And it does so many loan officers. Because I've talked to uh, many, many loan officers that have gone through the training. And it is it is amazing. 
Well, thank you. We really enjoy doing it. it. I remember I have a passion for it because I remember getting into the mortgage business myself and not getting any training. It's the right. worst way. It's the worst way to, you think you have a loan when you really don't. It's um, hard. Yeah. To, to train. Yeah. So this training that we do, a lot of it is communication and, and processes and systems and conversion. And then we also have the loan assistant mortgage training bootcamp for brand new people. But I'm just so excited that we get to offer this. I'm I'm grateful. And I'm grateful to people like you who've trusted us with your team. And yeah. it's meant a lot to us. So yeah, it's, it's really, really good training. So what word of encouragement, Richard, do you mm-hmm. have for loan officers and other business owners in the current times that we're in? Word of encouragement is really... I already said it earlier, but focus on your activities because the results will always come. So it's sometimes we just have to put our head down and work a little harder than we're used to doing. Yes. And that's what we have to do right now. We have to double down and, and, you know, whether that's working twice as much or getting somebody to help you take away the busy stuff like a VA and then focusing on your money-making activities, but it's really just focusing on those activities and then those results will come. And that's really any business, right? Any business. Yeah, it yeah. really is. And the market doesn't determine how successful we are. We determine that by what we do. Exactly. Because I, I know you do too, but I have coaching clients that, you know, they're having their best years this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's unheard of normally. So yeah, it's it's just focusing on the right activities and and double downing on them. Yeah. And, and realizing that we're in a work year that we can't just sit back and it doesn't rain loans anymore. Yep, exactly. (laughs) But at least we can keep up with everything as well and, and have time to hire the right people and get them trained um, or hire the people you don't have to train, but they can still be trained in other things like communication and things like that. But exactly. Yeah. It's better to hire people that already know what they're doing. And there's plenty of those people available right now. So my encouragement to loan officers is get a team. If you don't have a team yet, make sure you have a team. And if you have a team, make sure they're the right team. Exactly. That they, they should be team players and they should be wanting to help you. And we always um, tell our loan partners that come to the training, to the wow training is be so amazing that the thought of your loan officer thinking of not having you just makes them break out in a cold sweat. And they they can't even imagine life without you on their team. That's the way they should be. Yeah, that's excellent. That's my word of encouragement to all the loan officers today is find a team or if you already have a team, make sure they're the right ones and that they're on the same page with you and that they want to support you. I'm so glad you were on today with us, Richard. Thank you so much. I know we get a lot of time to talk off camera and we always, you know, make time because we're friends and we coach together and, um, our husband and wife are, you know, your, your wife, Blanca and my husband, Kevin are friends. And we get together when we have our events. And even though you're in Texas and I'm in Arizona, it's just always fun to have those relationships that you can count on and be there for each other. And so I'm thankful that you spent your time with us today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So it's been fun. So Everyone enjoy the rest of your day. And if you know that this has been helpful for anybody that you know, any loan officers or even other businesses 
that may want to use Remote Assistant Scout, get a virtual assistant, or if you have any needs for your uh, team to be trained, please share this episode with other people so that they can hear it and, and get the same value that you receive from it. We really appreciate you being here today. Enjoy the rest of your day. loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training and how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're going to practice live with other class members. And they're going to also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're going to receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab.